Hi, I'm Dina. I'm Randy. And I'm Levetto. We're Hydrogen and Stupidity. Join us every week as we discuss the unexplained, unimaginable, and downright ridiculous. We explore true crime, aliens, supernatural, conspiracies, cryptids, paranormal, and anything in between. We're not experts, but just three friends who like to talk about the bizarre. So let's get started. So, Dina, what do you got for us? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought you guys were paper, rock, scissoring. That's why we so paused. Have you, you guys have heard of Bob Lazar, right? Uh, the name sounds familiar. He's he's like a... um, He's a guy that claimed to have worked on uh, reverse engineering uh, alien spacecraft for the U.S. government back in the 80s. Oh, okay. Joe Rogan had him on his shows. That was that's actually one of the best. Uh, the, then he has a thing on Netflix. It's Bob Lazar, uh, forget this, but it's like the title after that. But uh, he he came on Joe Rogan. He was on that show and uh, that thing on Netflix, and that it was really good. But I've heard about him for a long time. You know, he he was on Ancient Aliens. I think they talked about some of his stuff. Um, Things like that, but he he. So a little background on him is Bob Lazar. He was born uh, January twenty sixth, nineteen fifty nine. Sorry, real quick. It's Bob Lazar, LA. Area fifty one, and Flying Saucers. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, he was born January twenty sixth, nineteen fifty nine, in Coral Gables, Florida. He uh, went to Pierce Junior College. He went to Caltech and then California State University at Northridge. He also claims that he went to MIT. Uh, he was, was employed at Fairchild, which was an aerospace company, and then went back to Caltech. He got a master's of physics from MIT, a master's in electronics from Caltech. And uh, the strange thing about this all is that um, there's no evidence of these degrees forthcoming from MIT or Caltech. Um, a physicist named Stanton Friedman confirms that he went to Pierce College but uh, and maybe Cal State, but there's no evidence that he went to MIT or Caltech. Um, this, Bob Lazar has had some criminal convictions in his past. Uh, he... In the, his pre-sentence report on 7-27-1990, his uh, education was listed by the court, because I guess they do research on defendants before they sentence them. Uh, was in, He graduated high school in, uh, I think, 76 is what it says, but it, then it also says in 78 he got a Bachelor of Science degree from somewhere. So that, I don't know how that, unless he just busted his ass. Or the date could have been wrong. I don't know. But I uh, went to Westbury High School in New York, Graduated from there, got a Bachelor of Science degree in Physics and Electronic Technology from Pacifica, which is just a correspondence university. And uh, then he, it says in 82, he got a Master's of Physics, Science and Physics at MIT, and then in 85, a Master's of Electronic Technology from Caltech. Um, so just a little bit of background on him. His criminal convictions that he had was 1990... <laughs> So it's, it's, they're, it's just so strange. Aiding and abetting a prostitution ring. 
2006, <clears throat> he and his wife were charged with violating the Federal Hazardous Substances Act for shipping restricted chemicals across state lines. And uh, for the prostitution ring thing, he had to do 150 hours of community service to stay away from brothel- brothels and undergo psychotherapy. And for the uh, restricted chemicals thing, he, he had to pay $7,500 fine out of his company. He owns a company. Uh, they do like nuclear uh, research or things like that in Michigan, somewhere in Michigan. Um, I didn't write that down. I should pull his thing up while I'm looking. What? Uh, what? I'm sorry. What year was the uh, the chemical one? It. Oh, it, I don't know. It says in 2006, Lazar and his Two, wife, yeah, okay, Joy White, were charged with violating the federal hazardous substance. Act for shipping restricted chemicals across the state lines. The charges stemmed from a 2003 yeah. raid on the United Nuclear's business offices where chemical sales <coughs> records were examined. United Nuclear pleaded guilty to three criminal counts of introducing into interstate commerce and aiding and abetting the introduction into interstate commerce banned hazardous substances. In 2007, United Nuclear was fined $7,500 for violating a law prohibiting the sale of chemicals and components used to make illegal fireworks. <laughs> right. It was for fireworks. Um, and also in 2017, his workplace was raided by the FBI. Um, Lazar claims it was to recover uh, some element 115 he stole from a government lab. Uh, but from a Freedom of Information Act request, it uh, shows that the investigation was related. It was the raid was in relation to a murder investigation. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, he alleged that he was um, hired in the late '80s to reverse engineer alien technology at a secret site called S Four. Uh, he says it's located several kilometers south of Area 51. Claims he examined alien aircraft that ran on an antimatter reaction, reactor powered by Element 115, which at the time had not been synthesized. Element uh, 115 is called Muscovium, and it was uh, developed. It was synthesized in 2003 by Russian and U- American scientists at uh, JINR. Joint Institute for Nuclear Research. It's solid. It just some of the characteristics. I mean, it doesn't really matter, but it's a solid. Its melting point is 670 Kelvin, 400 C, or 750 degrees Fahrenheit. Has a pretty high boiling temperature, 1400 Kelvin, 1100 Celsius, or 2000 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, it doesn't have the most stable known isotope from it is Muscovium 290, which has a half life of 0.65 seconds. So it's, it's gone after. Just over half a second. Um, nothing else is really known about Element 115 uh, because it's very expensive to produce and uh, very limited. So they can't make much of it. And it doesn't last very long when they do it. So they really don't know what the possible um, benefits or you know what we could get from it because it's not stable. They do think that they could synthesize it into Muscovium, like, 291, which would, should have a half-life of 1,200 years. Oh. It's extraordinarily, it's an extraordinarily radioactive element as well. Um, he claims that he has read documents, uh, there are U.S. government briefings that described alien involvement in human affairs for the past 10,000 years. 
he says he worked at Los Alamos Misan Physics Facility. However, there's no record of him having worked there. But there is evidence. Uh, and multiple New Mexico newspaper articles from the summer of 82 focused on his uh, interest in jet cars. So he was building these jet cars out of his garage. And, of course, the news was like, oh, let's go check this guy out. Um, the interesting part of it, too, is that KLAS, I guess is a radio set or TV station, they found a, a Robert Lazar in a 1982 Los Alamos National Phone Directory. But the laboratory denied having any records of him being there. So he's in a phone directory for the Los Alamos facility, but they say they don't see him there. He says that his uh, his records were erased to prevent um, the spread of his stories, uh, to discredit him by saying he didn't go to MIT, he didn't do all this stuff. Um, and, but the skeptics say that there wouldn't be a record of him working there if he didn't work for the government and he was just a contractor, like a, a okay. tech or something that was contracting the lab from right. the government, you know, to use it. Well, they also hire contractors. The military hires contractors that they work for the government, but they work under the private sector for, it's a government contract. Mm -hmm. So they work on the base. Right, so it would yeah. be the actual company that would have him listed and not the U.S. But Air Force or whoever if, they were right, contracting I if, under. I don't know if there's any, I, I didn't see anything about the, the company. Um, let's see. So when he went to this thing, now there's, um, let me find it on, on here real quick. There's, uh, I meant to add these into the, my notes, but. So I, when you were doing your research, did he produce documents that said no, he, he did didn't produce any documents like that he went to MIT or anything. No, he he's just always said that he's he's gone there. Now the the things are that maybe he went took a bunch of classes but didn't graduate, or yeah, because they anything? they yeah. they would pull up records of graduates, not necessarily mm. people who you know did three years but just didn't right you know get a diploma. Um, the most interesting thing to me about the whole th uh, story is that he, in all these interviews, and you see it a lot if you watch the Netflix documentary on it, or the drawings that he made of the craft that he worked on, and um, he knew a lot about how they worked. Um, and it all, I mean, it sort of made sense. I mean, it's nothing that we know, but it was it was logical, you know. Um, how big they were. He said that the inside of it was only six feet tall because the aliens that operate them are only three to four feet tall. Uh, so he could barely stand up inside of it. Uh, there's, um, so it's kind of like a disc. I think it's at the top is 10 feet. Um, down at the bottom, this is what he drew that it looked like. And it's got like, <laughs> an archway thing, like a thing in it, and then all these like posts come down, but there's like a it's curved, so it's like archways, and there's control stations in there. Um, the thing under the floor, so you can see like in a 360, like you can see yeah, all the way. That's up, like, like top down. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can see everywhere. Oops. Right. So yeah. there's stations that are stationed 
in a in a 360 model right okay um so uh, the thing at the bottom is the the generator for the the antimatter reaction or whatever and that he said that that the very bottom right down here where the three yeah those three things those like, are the generators okay. for it there's a thing in the middle here that has consoles around it and they face the middle because apparently that's, I guess, where the reaction occurs. And it actually goes up through a thing and out the top, like a, it looks almost like a lightning rod out of the top of the thing. And that forms like the bubble, I guess, around it to help it travel. Like a field? But he said that they travel in two different ways when they want to go like faster than light to whatever, that the craft will rotate. And the bottom of the craft points in the direction that they're traveling. And then it forms that bubble and shoots off in that direction. So it's almost like a magnet. Like, you know how a magnet is like. Well, it's kind of like, remember I was talking about the Alcubierre drive or whatever? The yeah. Warp drive? It, mm -hmm. it does basically that. Okay. Okay. Is it So it makes, pushes it out. Of it makes this bubble around it and it uses, it warps right. space to pull it. Um, but when it comes down in like atmosphere flight or whatever, it, it flies around like a saucer. But it has a blue, so there's a blue glow around it when the reactor is, the anti-gravity and reactor and stuff's working. And you can see it. And he even goes so far as says that this extends about five meters below the craft when it's operating. So he's very specific. Very specific. specific. There's drawings also of the S4 facility. And I should be able. And to where find did he it. say the S four facility was? Um, you can actually look it up on Google Maps. Oh, really? Um, it's Papoose Lake. Okay. Wait, Out that's that's bottom. part of Area fifty one, isn't it? Well, it's not technically. It's it's a little bit below Area fifty one, but I'm trying to find these pictures I had last night that were on here and. The uh, oh, Groom Lake facility. Um, okay. well, it, it, I'm, I'm gonna show it's not a it's under it's an underground facility, and he says that in the side of this mountain, on one side of the mountain is a side entrance, and then the front part of this mountain that comes around the it'll it has desert like stuff on the top, but it'll it can lift up, and there's four hangars under there. And they bring the craft out, and then down there's a landing pad and all this stuff. Um, we'll see if I can find his sketches. I had them last night. It's the government. They knew I was looking at it. And deleted yeah, it all. <laughs> it's the men in black. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. This is uh, the sketch of the underground facility. That he he like draws all this stuff out. Oh wow! And those are the like the bunkers or the. <clears throat> No, this is a hallway. So uh, I know I'm talking about. Oh, that's right here, the, the that's the, the landing crafts. the landing pad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then there's another one if I can find it that shows it was really good drawing of the side of the mountain and how the the mountain opened up and uh, where all the craft and stuff were. <laughs> what did I just pull up? <laughs> What 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 was it? Area fifty one, a travel guide for the person who signed up for the raid but isn't ready to storm the gate. <laughs> That's perfect. That was very uneventful. All right, so 
when you look at this, the area that this is, is this mountain right okay. here. Let me make sure I'm looking at the right one because there's a feature. A land, yeah, it's this feature right here in relation. All right. So the hangar doors are supposed to be right here. The landing pad somewhere right in here. And the facility ran underground this way. Okay. And so there was a side entrance right right over in this area here where cars and stuff can come in yeah. to the facility. And then the they kind of <clears throat> shoot out in that direction. Now, there's a bunch of different... Uh, there's actually a map that I found that someone made that sort of highlighted it. Now, so if you look at that, and then you see the drawing, you see the side entrance there. Yeah. And if you can bring it into uh, 3D. Uh, but, like, you see, like, how that, the mountains and stuff, like, so to me, when I looked at and compared the, the photo with it, it kind of looks, you know, it kind of looks... uh the same to me. Yeah. Like that angle. So that's where he was talking about. Okay. And it says it's under here. Just featureless ass mountain. Right under the end of that mountain there. So. Let's let Dina research the photo. The roads? Yeah, or something. I'm, I'm looking for roads. Which you, I mean, you can definitely tell where there are roads. But the thing, you know. They can airbrush that stuff out because they have to, so it wouldn't surprise me if if they hid all of it. If it's a real place, there's no saying that it is. But it's interesting. You you see how yep. that's changed. Mm -hmm. I, I noticed all of that. Yes. <laughs> it, it, well, I'm just saying yeah. I know it's like a it's it looks like they had the picture and then they redid it and then put it back in over the top. Because that's just weird that there's a one very perfect straight line yeah to the lake <laughs> and they take you know satellite pictures of an area or just a bunch of them that could be, have been taken on different and days there, too and, so and that's why lighting and here. stuff changes but um i didn't really see any roads or anything that kind of led out there there may be some trails that you can't see but um oh there's roads all over the place but it's they don't really lead right to that spot, well, though. They're not. No, no. But you're not gonna. I don't think you would perfect, see it. There's perfect lines too. Yeah, I don't. I don't right think you would see it. it. <laughs> I don't think you would see it anyway because I. I feel like they would remove all uh, of that stuff. Yeah. Um. Especially like Can right you in here. The there stuff? may be something going along here, but there's a, obviously a river there. Uh, you know, and I'm not gonna. They could have. Can dug a tunnel under there. That would have mm -hmm. taken decades, though. Can you imagine the stuff hey, that Google there's... has seen that the government's like, no, you didn't. So, I, I want you guys um, to look up this video before we're done talking about this guy. Now, all you have to do is go to YouTube and search uh, the UFO gimbal video. Now, these videos came from pentagon and uh these were those that were released last year okay that they were basically like these ufos we don't know what they are and i want you to watch this video what he said what was your favorite part of high school he said making out with your mom all right so i'm gonna did you say ufo gimbal yeah which this one 
That one? All right. Let's make sure this we're watch, the watching the same one. <laughs> is it the USS Roosevelt Gimbal UFO? Or the Pentagon UFO video? This, this one. UFO videos captured by U.S. Navy jets. I just put UFO Gimbal videos. You just Google that? Yeah. I, and let me see your screen. I'll tell you which one it is. It's from Live Science. If you would just go to YouTube and type that in. <laughs> I'm, I'm on. <laughs> it would be like the second. G-I-M-B-A-L. <laughs> I am going. Karma. It really didn't hurt that bad. I don't care. Karma. Still. I'm going to push you out of that chair. No, you won't. Not before you per- push yourself out of the chair. Why is everyone so angry? No one's angry. No one. You're okay. It's okay. <laughs> Everyone's okay. <laughs> what is going on down there? Your children are strange. It's <clears throat> a normal Saturday. <laughs> okay, I'm there. All right. Did you pass the ad that it's going to show you? I don't have an ad. I have YouTube <clears throat> Premium. Oh, shit. Look at you. How is that? All right. It's sixteen forty nine. So you just paid it so it wouldn't ask you every time you got on YouTube. No. Where, I have YouTube music. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or both of three. All right. So everybody watch this video. And keep in mind the stuff I told you about the way that the UFOs, uh, he said that they fly. Oh, shit. You don't know much about this kind of stuff, but you see the dot on the left side that's mm-hmm. trippers. So either these guys are going away from each other, they're passing. It says it's a drone, but it's not. Watch it here. It would not. Be. Watch it. At. About a minute in. What? Look at it turning. Yeah. Remember how he said that they fly? Yeah. Look how it's turning. Look at the look at the aura around it that yeah. wasn't there I, before. I, I saw that. Yeah. Um, people are saying that this type of evidence that was released by the Pentagon is pretty much proving that everything Bob Lazar has said has been a hundred percent true. Holy crap. People believe that... Well, they can erase records. But look how it's like... Just how it turns. That's not how... And now the the winds were 120 knots. That's fast. That's that's high. Um, And this thing is like pushing through it like it's nothing. Now, the little dot that was moving around, if they're passing each other, sure, it would move that fast. But if it's like... So what were they doing? Were they following it? Yeah, they don't know what it is. So they were... They were up tracking it, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. What is it? What it is. But uh, so how this guy is like turning. So he's turning. You can see that he's turned to the right, trying to turn him behind. Yeah. The way that this this thing right here indicates where the sensor's looking. And the further it's traversing means that it's moving fast, faster than the stationary thing. Now, if you're stationary and something's going by you at 200 knots, right? But this is a jet that's probably going... I don't know if it speeds on there or not. Um, guys, by the way, the video we are looking at, we're on YouTube 
and the video is called UFO videos captured by US Navy jets declassified it is on the live science uh channel on YouTube so it's look pretty it up. interesting it's go check actually, it out actually yeah it's it's great videos um so you know when you look at all of that I, I don't know it's, it's it's weird to sit here and, and be like you know he's sitting here telling us well they they don't want me getting this information out so they erase my records you know and then in 2020 they re- put this video out where right. it, it shows an unknown object behaving the way that he said the auras around the the object and then when it starts getting ready to like travel fast it rotates towards its destination even a drone can't fly on its side right. like that. So, well, let's let's break it down just a little bit. So, there's Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar, we know for a fact, went to that high school mm-hmm. and attended Pierce Junior College in Los Angeles. Right. We know that. When it got to his higher degrees, all of a sudden, they either did or did not happen. But what we also know about Bob Lazar (laughs) is that he has a business called United Nuclear, who does a lot in pyrotechnics, pyrotechnics. Yeah, that'd Um, be right. And is also, he's a pyrotechnics enthusiast and is also. But aren't we all? Well, he he also (laughs) helps with an annual festival called the Desert Blast Festival um, for other pyrotechnics, pyro, yeah, pyrotechnics, and pyrotechnicians, right? <laughs> who um, advocate and help people, you know, kind of show off their their own at home science experiments and everything. It says the festival features homemade explosive rockets. Jet-powered vehicles and other pyrotechnics, um, and the aim of it—it's uh, with the aim of emphasizing the fun aspect of chemistry and physics. So he is advocating for science. He's advocating for chemistry and physics, um, but apparently he has no no background whatsoever. Right. That's what in, I thought in, it was in the science. It's like, um, but he also has a has a. a company a full-blown company united nuclear who violated and got a fine which guys i'm you know they're making this kind of a criminal type thing that went under his company mm-hmm. and if you're dealing with transporting hazardous materials you can get a fine from the federal government in a split second Right. Um, just because you didn't, you weren't aware it, of some. No, it's something. you could have. A, you're supposed to change out tags and all this other right, stuff. Yeah. There, there's all sorts of <clears throat> rules and regulations you have to do. Paperwork, all this other stuff that you have to do when you are transporting. Um, all of the large companies like uh, FedEx, UPS, whoever can uh, has the license to transport hazardous materials. They know these rules and regulations. If you are flawed at all, they'll fine you. Mm-hmm. It's easy for them to do so. Even if you're overweight, you know, you miscalculate all this other stuff. So this criminal conviction, um, it's it's a fine. It's it's nothing crazy. 
Um, he probably it was probably some clerical error, and he got charged with a crime. Over it, it was probably a lapse in some sort of tag that they misplaced right. yeah, on, on one of the trailers some, some, yeah, on an eighteen wheeler. Some f- bullshit. It's something stupid. Yeah. And then they they're like, uh, he the, the the prostitution thing. It's like, well, he's in Nevada. I mean, that's not prostitution uh, is legal. I mean, in Nevada. You know, and then it's like nothing else. Obviously, it wasn't that bad if you only got one hundred and fifty hours of community service and. It, had to go to see a therapist. And it was reduced to pandering. Yeah. What was the murder that prompted the I had, rape? I saw nothing and pandering really. is the facilitation or provision of a prostitute or other sex worker in the arrangement of a sex act with a customer. It's a per, it's a it's a pimp. It's a brothel keeper. That's yeah. that's what pandering is. Um he had He's a, a stable hey, of women. What, uh, let hey. me, no, let me tell you what probably happened in Nevada He's since a it's legal. Doing business. Let me tell you what. No, <laughs> let me tell you what probably happened. He probably didn't get his permits renewed, and didn't want to pay the extra permits, or didn't know he had to do extra permits <laughs> for whatever he invested in in Nevada, where it's legal. For prostitution. Gator needs his gag, punk ass bitch. Hey, by the way, I don't find, I don't think that should be an illegal act. If somebody wants to fuck for money, that's on them. Uh, that's on them, <laughs> right. Uh, tax them like the rest of our asses. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It probably would help, you know, with the abuse and the violence towards prostitutes um, or sex workers. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, let's not make this a negative. Thing. So I, I researched some other stuff. Uh, Bob Lazar's net worth is only $500,000, so he didn't do this for money. Yeah, he's not doing this for money. Um, also, it's very interesting to me that they they try to... that. I, I'm not saying that it's been covered up, but it's I'm saying it's suspicious that there's no record of him being at Los Alamos, which would be kind of weird to me because it seems like a pretty secure facility and there would be even contractors have to have some sort of Oh, they have to have they have some to have sort of clearance and clearance. and yeah. record uh, unless it was such a top secret project that they're just like no, we're not releasing anybody's names. You know, it, I guess that could have been a thing, but then his name shows up on a phone directory. Yeah, you know. Uh, so I'm not saying I'm a little weird. suspicious, but I am a little stitious. A little suspicious. Suspicious. <laughs> uh, well, and that that was interesting too, because so. With the military on bases, most of the most of the things that happen on base are contracted out. They are civilian. They're called. It's called civilian contracting. You get paid at a level of. They basically do it at levels of enlisted and um, officer level pay. Except you're not under contract as a military individual. You're under contract as a civilian on a military base. The military will not have record of you, the individual, being employed by the United States. They will have the company you work under as who they've contracted. That company will have the record of whether or not you have been employed there. What is bizarre in this instance is 
he was alleged employment as a physicist for Los Alamos Mason 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 or Mason yeah M E S O N physics facility with the Los Alamos National Laboratory. This is mentioned in multiple New Mexico newspaper articles from the summer of 1982. That's mentioned, like Lovetto said, due to his interest in his jet-powered cars, which he did as a hobby on the side. Side note: There are not, not a lot of jet cars. There are not a garage. lot of people who do that who do not have a background in some science of some sort Mm. i just when you're dealing with stuff that he's talking about like to me it makes a lot of sense that there would be no records oh no it does make a lot of sense because do you know how many do you know how many records are erased and are very easily erased but there are some tidbits that stay out there like being in newspaper articles in the phone directory being in a phone directory that they forgot was out there paper a paper Phone in New directory. Mexico. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but, and it, sa- and it says, KLS found the name in 1982, the exact same time he was out there saying that he was employed by these people in the phone directory, but they denied it. They're contracted under the government. They're, they're contracted with tape on their mouths or they get fined for breaking confidentiality. And, yeah. and losing their entire contract and probably getting their in, entire business dismantled by the federal government. Um, I'm going to have to listen to that Rogan episode. I wonder if he asked them oh, questions so like good. that. And the laboratory it's, repeatedly it's, denies it's like, him. It's over an hour. It's good, though. Yeah. Um, exactly. That, you know, and then. And the, and the MIT skeptics. and the other stuff is like, well, I mean, you that, race you could, all day long. All you have to do is call them. You know, the government has a lot of leverage over places like that. I just be like, I need you to delete this. Okay. Right. Or guess if, what? If We're not going to give you that funding. If somebody looked really, really, really hard, when you you're going the, to court or whatever, the courts just call the facilities to check. They don't actually look for documentation. They don't go and do research and look at yearbooks and look at, you know, uh, you know, the college newspapers to see if they could possibly see pictures of him or whatever. If I was someone, I would ask Lazar, you have any pictures from college? Yeah. You have any friends that went to school with you? That's what, you know, I, I didn't really go down that, that far into that. To I mean, but they keep going back. Well, there's no record at the facility. You know how many pictures... We've got tons of pictures of Obama smoking a doobie. <laughs> You're telling me we there's not one picture of him at MIT or Caltech, not one. Are oh. there any pictures of Clinton? Because if I if I did this whole this whole charade saying yeah yeah I I graduated from Harvard, you would I would be damn skippy if I was saying that to everybody. I'd be trying my ass up to Harvard campus and taking some photo ops. Right? Yeah. yeah. So he's going to say all this and not have, and have zero evidence, like no pictures, no, no, it, it just, that's, that's really bizarre to me. There's an article that, that um, was written. I'm not going to pay you to look at it, but um, 
the headline of the article it's from i guess the toronto star it says evidence suggests ufo whistleblower bob lazar was telling the truth all along oh wow all right <laughs> so and this this all stuff just came to light you know when they released those videos uh, they actually, uh, they people actually expected full disclosure from the U.S. government after that, but they just released videos and were kind of like, I think you know, like, here's these videos of UFOs, wink, wink, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what to do, you know what I mean, like, but um, it seems like a lot to go through. And the to, guy... To just lie about all this but he didn't do it for money or you know what i mean like it just says he's worth five hundred thousand dollars i imagine it's just really all it's just odd to me also because the guy's from <clears throat> from la he's from coral gables florida that's where he was born well yeah he, and York, he lived in la and all this place. other stuff it's weird also they also have video of him um and the title of it is L.A. Man Joins the Jet Set at 200 Miles an Hour in New Mexico. Again, guys, if you've never been to California, there's a lot of flat desert where people test yeah. fast cars. They test a, a bunch of stuff out there. Why would he just randomly go to New Mexico when right outside of L.A. proper, there's a there's a... A beautiful landscape of cacti and dirt <laughs> that he can test his hobby out. But multiple articles in New Mexico where he said he was contracted at. It just makes sense that he was living in New Mexico. He was living in New Mexico. <laughs> and then they say L.A. man, yeah. you know, joins. And they... They also said in the multiple articles, this is what he was contracted with. This is what he was doing. So, it's just weird. It It's bizarre. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that everything that he has said is true. But you really honestly also can't disprove it either. Just because there's a lack of evidence doesn't mean that he's been disproven. I love how everybody's like, we need, uh, you know, solid proof. If people give it to you and you're like, eh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even people could give you evidence like he's given you. I and mean, there's a little bit of evidence. He's he's even gone so far as to say, I can't even get my um my birth records. <laughs> it, it Where where was it? The news section cuts to Lazar, who claims he called the schools he attended, the hospital he was born in, and his past job to get records, but he can't get them. So they've gone so far as to even go down, go to his birth records. He could commit all the crimes right he now. Could, he could actually. Not a he's he's off the grid technically. <laughs> well, the, so, well, besides his pandering. So. Uh, I, I've been looking up to find information on that um, murder investigation, which nothing came up. Um, That's also bizarre. But he talks more about the element 115. He says, the super heavy element, Lazar told Larry King, it's a unique element. When it's exposed to radiation, it produces its own gravitational field. Its own gravita anti-gravitation... <laughs> its own anti-gravitational field and that's what's used to lift and propel the craft right how heavy how heavy is is this element um it's funny you should or ask is, or the substance 
It's funny is you it should an ask. El- is it's it considered density, an element? Its density is 13.5 grams per cubic centimeter. I Really? I don't I don't what is that? I'm on the, I'm on the freedom system. Cubic cubic centimeters. Grams. grams. 13.5 grams is about that big. Okay. Um like it like it's the weight of uh super heavy doesn't mean like physical weight. Right. I I know, but it's uh what would be the this probably weighs 13 grams. Uh, right, in a centimeter. Okay. Okay, so just condense it. Cubed, cubic centimeter. C- it, c- condense it. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I, I'm trying to like give him a... It, it's just kind okay, of smashing, so compacting everything. 14.35 grams is point zero. Grams. Well, yeah, but oh. I'm just point zero three pounds. Yeah, you can't. That's why they measure it in grams, because that's right. You know, okay, or ounces. You may convert it to ounces. It's probably the closest thing. To grams. Maybe I'll do that in my crusade to learn things, learn the metric well, system. Well, good. You can Google it. You there's a okay. Um. <laughs> so uh, there's it, a converter. It's interesting. Okay. I I think they they know a lot more about the element than they're letting on. Um. It does. He seems pretty credible to me. I, I mean, I you know, I don't know. They they try to paint him like, oh, he had these criminal convictions. It's just like, look, seriously. Really? That has um, nothing to do it, with it, what it, he knows. It, but it seems like <laughs> they use it because, you know, there are people that believe that if you've committed any sort of crime, you're garbage and you're not credible. Well, that's why that's why people <clears throat> use that's their first that's their first uh thing. Defense is well he he got caught with an uh, a gram of weed. Yeah. He that's what, totally that's has what, no idea what the hell he's talking that's about. That's what makes me mad about the, the media is they try to vilify everybody that gets arrested for anything, even if what they were arrested for has nothing to do with what they were doing at the time. And, right. like, if you've served your time and you've been out of prison and you haven't done anything, right? then what's the big, you know, they made a mistake. You would be surprised at how easy it is to go to jail. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can and you can literally look at a cop wrong someone, and go to jail. Someone for said it. that they were like, "Why make their job easier or harder?" They're just trying to do their job. I was like, "Because you don't know what information the police have, and something you say may connect two dots in their head that you mm-hmm. have no idea where they're going, and you keep feeding them information that reinforces that. They take it to a judge, mm-hmm. they get a warrant for you. You go to grand. Next thing you know, you're on trial for something that you may be innocent for, and now you're thousands of dollars in debt to mm-hmm. prove that you're innocent. When if you would have just and you don't get shut paid, the fuck up, you don't get paid for it. <laughs> and you don't get paid back. No, if you would have just proving. shut up and let an attorney, you said, I just I would like to have an attorney present. Mm-hmm. Chances are you wouldn't have gone to jail in the first right. place. But do you know how many amazing attorneys have come out of their time, their stint in jail? Yeah. And they're amazing criminal attorneys. Yeah, that's all they do while they're in Well, that's there. what I'm talking about, though. Like, practice. Like, you want to talk about, you know, you can't, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like AA or substance abuse or alcohol abuse uh, therapists. You know, a lot of them are like, you don't know what you're talking about. So I really don't want to sit here talking to you. They're like the perfect specimen. Like, they, they're sitting there observing all of these criminals and what's going on on the other side they're the perfect attorney that has nothing to do him him pimping on the side 
has nothing to do with what he knows about jet propulsion. <laughs> has zero to do with but that. There are people that would just just be like, I don't believe anything this man says because he's well. That's scum. hilarious that's, because that there there are um, plenty of ped- pedophiles <laughs> in our federal government, but you keep voting them in because they supposedly know what they're doing up there, right? Yeah. Um, all right, so. So we that we pretty much just covered the first question. You think he's credible, and even with criminal convictions, yeah. I mean, I mean, I yeah. could give a fuck less about um, pimping. Do you think his records were erased or destroyed? There's a high in order probability to ruin his credibility. Knowing like knowing our that, government, yeah. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, they can they can erase whatever the hell they want to. Sorry. Anytime they want to. That's right. And there's nobody above them that questions them. If they deem that it's in the interest of national security, it's in their best. It's in the best interest of the nation. Of the nation. Oh yeah, that's that's the, that's the fallback every yeah. time. It's in our best interest, really. Is it? Okay. Uh, well, that's like the whole the thing with like Robin Hood and the GameStop stock stuff. You know, <laughs> they're like, we need to we need to regulate this for uh, to protect people, and everybody's like, do we? We understand the risk. Yeah. It's it's my money. You you know, if I want to dump it into the stock market to head bankrupt a hedge fund. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. Are you gonna but when you bankrupt when you were when the hedge funds were planning on shorting a company to bankrupt it, mm-hmm. were there any regulations then when you wanted to destroy thousands of no, jobs? No, you're you're <laughs> we're screwing we're screwing their plan, their agenda. Exactly. Um so the S four area. Do you think that because there's been a lot of speculation that once Area 51, they couldn't keep Area 51 a secret anymore, right? Um, that they just moved it, and they said they one through fifty, they moved it down to uh, that S4 area. Do you think? What do you think? You think S4 that's real, or you think that's possible to have? Yeah, I mean it's it's private. I mean it's um, it's off limits. <laughs> It's all like underground. You know, I, I just think that'd be kind of cool to go to that area of the desert. Well, okay. just to be in that, just to kind of look around. But I'm not. I don't. If you, I'm not that kind of idiot. That's like, let me go test the security drive, at Area 51. If you drive through Nevada, California, New Mexico, um, in that type of area, it, you know, I'm not joking about the cacti and the dirt, guys. Um, <laughs> if you drive down those barren roads and stuff you're going to see a lot of restricted areas there's a lot there are a lot more bases out on the west coast or the midwest that people just don't know about there are a lot more smaller bases larger bases than you actually are aware of the federal government owns a lot of land and they do a lot of experiments it's just that's or or they do a lot of training yeah there it's it is what it is. Yeah. So, do I believe it's out there? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, they've had it all the time. I there's mean, secret facilities in our own cities. But it's not even necessarily secret. Yeah. It's 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 classified for reasons. Right. You know, there are trainings that we don't want we don't want our enemies to know about. You know, I mean, I grew exactly. up I grew up in a military family. That's just how this is. There are training facilities for tanks, you know, right. uh, tanks, a lot of people, infantry, helicopter, yeah. yeah, it's all over the place. It, th- it's all over the place. And they do that for a reason. And they change facilities and they change training locations for reasons 
to protect our our military families, our military and our national security. I'm not saying that it's they're doing it to necessarily hide and be like, oh, yeah. it's all about That's aliens. That's what I was going to say. It's not all about aliens. That's what I was going to say is that every restricted area is not nefarious. Like, right. It, it may be an artillery training range. To be quite honest with you, most of them are not nefarious. <laughs> right. It, it, there's... I believe, I, do I believe that that there are extraterrestrial extracurricular, yeah, <laughs> and, and extracurricular activities? Yes, I do. Um, do I believe that our government knows about it? Yes, I do. Um, there are good and bad reasons why they're keeping that secret. Um, but there are a lot of things that the government does keep secret, and they have to, though. and they have to. Because it is to protect us at the most of the time, it is to protect us at the end of the day. There are some times where there are things go a little sideways, guys. <laughs> uh, you know, we all know that's come on. I mean, yeah. Well, that's like you, you know, doing uh, flight instruction, teaching people about different uh, prohibited or restricted yeah. airspaces, like warning airspaces that are off the coast. That a lot of time they're not active, but when they go active, you can't go in there. And I'm like, you know, it's if it's blue, there's some sort of permission. You mm -hmm. need to check the time or something. If it's magenta, you can just fly through there, uh, like a military operating yeah. area or whatever. But if they're active, don't fly through the MOA because they have to suspend the activity while mm -hmm. you're in there. Um, and that's because and of that's, training. And that's what <laughs> someone um, was talking about. Was I was like, you don't know what they're doing. I was mm -hmm. like, they could be taking the F-35 up to 40,000 feet and flat spinning it. Yeah. And it may take... 25,000 feet to recover and here your ass comes through in a 172 and right you may you know they they're not in control of their aircraft and at this they could, time they could bomb dive right into your um, aircraft and <laughs> this, the other thing is is i was like the coast you have to be careful because what do you think they're doing off the water i said they're taking the f-22s out of, of eglin i said there's ships down there and they're shooting drones out of the sky mm -hmm. i was like do you really want to be Anywhere an near asshole that. That because there's an audio recording of a pilot arguing with air traffic control about I can fly through there if I want to. Well, you can't. It's a warning area. If the warning area is active, you can't go in there. They're shooting drones down. They're shooting their practices that you really want to have. And it doesn't matter. Like so, a radar missile. Like if you shoot a radar missile, particularly like an AMRAM, it will use the aircraft's radar to track to a certain point, and then it does what's called pitbull. And it uses its own onboard radar to home in. Yeah. It could pick your airplane up. Well, it could home to Europe because if it gets, if they drop chaff, if they're mm -hmm. testing that kind of stuff, and say you're on the other side of it, well, it goes through the chaff, it doesn't blow up, but then here's yours and its radar still active. Well, it's going to come and hit your airplane. Like, you, you know? Well, not to mention, guys, let me, let me put this into perspective. Okay. So I'm going to, E1s, E2s. All right. Those are enlisted. Those are what you see in the movies called privates or private first class. Um, they're the newbies. They're the guys that have they're wet behind the ears. Uh, they're the freshmen, all right, of the military. That's that's yeah. who they are. You don't want them tracking the wrong drones. When when they when the military says they're training, they're not training seasoned military all the time. Seasoned people in that field all the time. Sometimes. They're training the freshmen 
on how to kill things. On how to <laughs> on how to kill things and how to track things. So when you get that magenta, <laughs> the blue, don't go in the, there. Don't just don't Naruto run your way <laughs> into a magenta area thinking you're going to clap alien cheeks. You're going to get your ass clapped <laughs> by I by by a private first classman <laughs> learning how to use a stick. <laughs> stick. To to navigate a drone to shoot your ass out of the sky. That's that's normally what's happening. It's not a <laughs> UFO clapping cheeks situation. Would you would you clap cheeks? Would I? Yeah, with aliens. She would with the tall white, dep- the Norwegian it, looking it ones. De- it depends on what the alien looks like. <laughs> All right. She's like, I'm open to it. I mean, that green chick on Star Trek. Listen, Ooh. no, you listen to me right now. I'm, I'm not biased. She's an equal opportunity employer. I am yep. an equal opportunity. <laughs> I don't even have those questions on my employment <laughs> sheet. I don't care what you are, <laughs> as long as you've got the mechanics that I need. Yeah. All right. If you know what I'm saying. All right, so the last one, you know, you he guys said, know what I'm saying. He said that <laughs> that uh, raid in 2017 was to take back Element 115. Do you think that that's true? I know that, and the sketches too. Do you, do you think that? I mean, because they've always been the same. I mean, you can, a very you can draw specific. the same thing, but it was the measurements and it's very specific. Everything else was really specific about mm-hmm. that, and um, I don't know, I. Element 115, we said, was like, had right now was like 0.65, but it seems to me, the Half Life, but it seems to me that if he was going to take it, that they would have a stable version of that Mm -hmm. that he could have taken. I mean, obviously. But what was he going to do with it? it? Well, it it said that it gets uh, activated by being around radioactive, right? Right. It it does. That's when it generates its gravitational field, is when it's it's exposed to. It's not like he was. he was carrying ra- around radioactive isotopes. He was carrying around E-115. Right. Um, that, but I did see... That's engaged When I looked by, up that, that it, it did say it was highly radioactive. Once once activated. Ooh, right? I need to go to Gmail. Uh, let me... I had it on here. Let me pull it back up real quick. Stop telling see, me I, to sign in, Google. I don't know enough about th- this element. So it's either not radioactive... When it's not engaged. <clears throat> That's what I'm about to look and see. Because I thought that it said it was very radioactive. Yeah, muscovium is an extremely radioactive element. It's most stable known isotope. Muscovium-290 has a half-life of only 0.65 seconds. In the periodic table, it is a P-block... Uh, I don't know. Something element. Trinastinide element. Uh, it is a member of the seventh period and is placed in group 15 as the heaviest. Uh, I don't know what that says either. P-N-I-C-T-O-G-N. Although it has not been confirmed to behave as a heavier homologue of the. <laughs> I can't read any of this. Uh, it says. Um, it just says it's radio. It is radioactive. The heaviest oh. atomic nuclei are created in nuclear reactions that combine two other. Oh, so they have to fuse it. It does have a. Uh, it has a fission temperature. Stable. 
He further said that the propulsion system relied on a stable isotope of E-115. Right, which are right now we don't have a stable Nuclides isotope. that are not radioactive and so do not spontaneously undergo radioactive oh, decay. Okay. When such nuclides are referred to in relation to specific elements, they are usually termed stable isotopes. So the stable version is not radioactive. Right, until it only, is engaged. And then it becomes radioactive. And then it becomes radioactive. So they fuse it, they it must is, fuse it, and then it becomes radioactive. Right. No stable isotopes of Muscovium have yet been synthesized. All have proven extremely radioactive. Okay. So it has to be synthesized. So he had a synthesized. So well, he it's had a, a. It's synthetic. So anything that we have of it synthesized, but it hasn't been synthesized into a stable isotope. Right. So he had a stable version of it then. Yes. Okay. Um, be, I was about to say because he, it, if it has. It, he would have been. He would have had cancer. Well, <laughs> he would have died. Not, and he. If it was activated, it decayed, and if you—I mean, it was—it would be null and void at that point. Yeah, it almost seems like they—it's a solid, so mm -hmm. it just seems like it has a, a solid fuel tank. You know, how mm -hmm. we have solid rocket boosters and shit mm -hmm. like that. So, um, I just think it's too specific for me to just be like, no, he's—he's—he's he's, he's telling lies. And plus, those videos—the way that it moved when it looked like it was fixing to shoot off—you know. And I think the last part of that video, when it was just showing, like, the little glowing thing. Yeah. I think that was when it had left the area and had that signature was still sitting there. But you could see the, like, you could see the glowing, and it wasn't doing that when they first started tracking yeah. it. Yeah. And then when it came up into the clouds to get ready to go, it that field came up around it. So, and it, he said it's blue. He said it looks blue. Well, there's been plenty of videos Mm -hmm. That have come out over the years of blue lights. I mean, I like it. I like it too. So, I think that it is plausible. I think he's telling the truth. I think. Uh, well, I can't say whether he is or isn't, but he's very specific. I can't say that it's true or not, but I. <laughs> I mean, I. You know, like when somebody goes to trial, you can't right. be, know whether they're telling. But it's believable, right? Yeah. I have um, no reason to not believe him, especially when the videos come out that it does exactly what he said mm -hmm. it does. That, well, I yeah, mean, now just, this is just... There's no way that's... A, this is just giving him credibility now. Right, yeah. Like, he's been going through years of <clears throat> bullshit of people going, you know, you're you're full of shit. And he's like, okay, moving yeah, on to yeah. my fireworks. <laughs> that's what he thinks. Like, mm, uh, all right. Okay, that's cool. You don't have to believe me. Yeah. I mean, and that's the other thing is why why I believe him also is that he's not going around trying to get people to believe him. He's not. No. He'll he'll take random uh, interviews every now and then, but most of his interviews have been about fireworks, it, the the little annual thing that he does uh, with someone else. The what is it called? The uh, the Desert, Desert Blast. Blast Festival, yeah. um, and his pyrotechnics, uh, business, um, you know, well, and you know his pimping, uh, but <laughs> you know it has nothing to do with this. That was almost like a side note for him, and he's basically showing like I don't really have much to prove to you guys. I'm not that you want to know. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, moving on. Hey, come look at my 200 mile an hour. 
a jet vehicle yeah. that I just made. He he also is labeled as a conspiracy theorist. So okay, but I don't, but I don't, that's what I don't understand. It's like he's not giving in. He's if anything, he's fueling conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. But he's given the you know he's talking about what he saw. Well, I, I think yeah, that's just a blanket he, term that someone says to yeah. discredit everyone else. Oh, he's a conspiracy theorist. It's like, well, let's technically, look at the anyone of, who questions yeah. anything is considered a conspiracy theorist. Well, I, I don't know about that. I don't. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? If that, it's not the norm and they're questioning it or they're saying something that's different, yeah, they're like, but, oh, he's a conspiracy. Yeah. Um, but he's, all of his stuff's just like reasonable. Like, I'm like, well. well and he's not making a big sense. deal out of and it. And it's not—it's not like he's claiming that they're, you know, breeding aliens under the ground, no. you know, here, and we're holding them prisoner and shit. No, like he's that. like, no, I've messed around <clears throat> with this technology. This is what uh, they're fucking around. He with. also had a, and this is what I've seen. That's it. He also had has met. He said that they do have that aliens are there. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the the thing of like I guess the corpses. Well, he brought this up. I, he, I read some of he that. He had a picture of it. He brought he it up that it. he looked in a room and two scientists were, I guess they were trying to figure out the the size on the inside of the vehicles or whatever. And they had seats that were kind of like he said a they child-like almost like child size. Seat, yeah. um, and he said that he saw two arms and it looked like the scientists were talking down, you know, to... To a long-armed kind of individual. And then it said, uh, years later, he said, looking back at it, he feels like they were more dolls. And the scientists were trying to figure out the actual seats Anatomy. themselves. Yeah. And they just had a uh, a, 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 a doll there to um, kind of give it a, a, like a, a proportion. A frame of reference. A frame yeah. of reference. Um, it, but he... He believed that there were um, corpses, you know. Yeah, he but... said that uh, the top of the eyes are more slanted downward. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he said their shoulders are more square when they come out. There's no hips. And they have, like, some skin right here, like a flab of skin under the mm-hmm. arms. And then... Um, like, they lost a lot of weight. He they drew have boobs. There was they have saggy boobs. something else that he drew that was on their chest. I don't I don't, I don't remember what it was. But uh, they're, he's, Zeta reticulans mm-hmm. is what he says where they come from. And they said there's, like, um, veins or something. Maybe tendons or veins in their neck that you can kind of see. The, I've heard about that with the grays. And it's because... it And it's, it's tendons, it's muscle in their necks because they're supposedly their heads are they're large and they weigh a lot so you know the neck has to stabilize it some way and so Mm -hmm. they they have a stronger neck than us but almost like fragile the rest of their bodies almost like almost like ethiopian (laughs) childlike they look malnourished malnourished yeah and their torso is triangular it's very angular if you're looking just at the torso it's uh Mm -hmm. you know um it's Do you think the United States government has an alien body farm? No. No. Okay. No, but I do think that the ones that they have, that they have done multiple studies on, and they've, they've probably tested it in multiple ways, but if with the amount of bodies, they've had to hack up a couple of them yeah. and, and spread them out I just to different labs. I mean... If they find the dead alien, I would not 
be like, well, I mean, I probably would want to cut it open too and see what was, you know what I mean? See how it works. You I know mean, what I mean? To me, it's like any other thing yeah, that we've done. An in, autopsy. In human, it's, really. a, it's an autopsy. I mean, I wouldn't mutilate the body, but you know. It's, that Well, that's what science is. It's mutilation well, for science. No, I mean. For knowledge. No, I mean, they'll take, <laughs> they could take pieces of skin and they could do, you know. Some surgical. people consider that mutilating. Yeah. No. Doing a, I consider that a medical procedure. It depends on what type of religion you're. You're a medical procedure. I'm not very religious at all. <laughs> no, no, sci- no. Science-wise, we have all, we have done autopsies on almost every species. No, every species we have found on this earth, have, we have done. Where do you think veterinary medicine came from? Uh, well, X-rays no, and CAT scans. We have done multiple <laughs> autopsies on humans, and we've even stolen them to pursue science. Um, but. Yeah, it, it would not make any sense for us to not study another species. So, yeah, there's been plenty of study. <coughs> well, with the individuals that they've had. Right. That's why they haven't, they never found the alien from Aurora. You were married. so mad about that. I'm just trying to figure it out. Is that what you were mad about? I can't yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, man. She was real pissed. Because you, you know, because gonna, the archaeologists you're not gonna didn't go dig, dig it up. up. <laughs> what the crap? Well, we've got a tombstone. It's right here. And no, you did. didn't try to dig. It's gone though. They dug under it. It's gone. That and it's been moved uh, from the from where it was. It's not what I read. Dude, I thought that I read that. Maybe I'm. You know, I've been reading so many stories lately. Yeah. They, they cross over. I know. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> in the same boat. That's why I'm like, is that? what i'm thinking of or am i thinking yeah. of a different story guys <laughs> are we breaking up somebody else <laughs> okay my bad uh i think that's great i love i actually really love this topic and you know um i'd love to see the I, i'd like to go to the pyrotechnics festival it'd probably be you? really really cool it would i think i've always wanted to i think my if i was going to do a road trip for some strange reason, I'd either like to go to L.A. or San Francisco and drive to Vegas and then fly back out of Vegas. So we're going to have to rent a car? I mean, unless you want to go buy one. We could fly out to L.A. and then rent a car. That's Yeah, that's what I said. Fly no, you said fly. Oh, did I not? I yeah, said go, did like, I say go to we're L.A.? We're going to drive oh, over no, 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 there no, no, no. and then we're going to fly no, back. No, I meant... Like- I meant like fly to LA, stay for a couple of days, drive to Vegas, stay for a couple of days, and come back. Man, there's of Vegas. a there's a lot to look at over there, so it It'd wouldn't be, be a few days. I'm I, be I, I, taking a, a two week journey at two minimum. Weeks. Well, that actually, minimum that actually would be pretty fun. Yeah, uh, you know how everybody's like, we're gonna go backpacking after high school into Europe. No, 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 go backpacking on the West Coast. Well, wait, no maybe desire. don't do don't do that because you'll get lost in the cacti. You'll 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 run out of water in six hours because I'm, you don't prep well, and then you'll try to eat your best friend. Don't do I'm, that. I'm good with just driving. We could drive. <laughs> we could drive. I don't. I don't want to backpack anywhere. They say backpacking. These lazy mfers aren't backpacking. They're flying or they're driving. But I would with I a would backpack. Fly. I would, or I would go fly to Vegas and then come back from L.A., but um, I'd rather... I've made that trip multiple times. But you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to connect if you go to... Yeah. If you go to Birmingham. To yeah, you sure are. Birmingham to L.A. Connect. Most likely in Dallas. Or Houston. Or Houston. United. Uh, and but Atlanta five times. There is, there is one... 
direct flight from Birmingham to Las Vegas a day. That's silly. On South, One? Southwest. On Southwest, yeah. Well, they do that deal to get over to Vegas. It's like a $100 <laughs> uh, plane ticket or something. Yeah. $99 or whatever. It's, I think it's, yeah. I think the last I saw was like. 115 mm-hmm. that's not bad way. at all i mean it's one way though. but it's uh, i mean it's like a four mm-hmm. four and four and four hour and 45 minute flight or something like that yes but uh yes it is and southwest is actually doing flights to honolulu now really they got that's not a they got way, they got their 737s e-tops huh. certified that's cool so they go there now i think JetBlue does too in their A320. I like JetBlue. I'm a fan. JetBlue got in trouble one time because they... <laughs> so you got to... So when you fly over ETOPS, is extended twin engine operations. Okay. So if an airplane has two or less engines, well, I guess really just two, um, you have to be within such so much distance from some sort of landing facility. Now, mm-hmm. there are some out there, you know, in the Pacific Islands... Uh, but, um, it has to like have that certification (laughs) and, uh, they flew one of them from LA to Honolulu without that certification. (laughs) So what happens in that case? They just get a fine? Yeah. And then they have to get special, uh, a ferry permit, special permission to bring the airplane back. Like, um... So you have to file for that, like, <laughs> approval. It's like a ferry permit. Like, only required flight crew can be on board. So no flight attendants, no passengers. So how did the flight attendants get back? Just went on another flight. Oh, they just hop on a different airline? Or JetBlue when the next one gets there. Uh, that that's, has, that has what, the rights to do that? <laughs> yeah, well, they do. It's just the certificate. Now, that's why. I'm talking about for the So the what, what happens is, like. Sometimes maintenance will put the wrong MEL in the wrong airplane. So when you first get in to take a flight, the first thing you do is you get the maintenance book out because it's in the cockpit. You open it up and you verify tail number, tail number that it matches. And they didn't do that. Oh. They just open the book, captain sign it off, put it back in the thing. Wrong book, wrong airplane. Oh. Sounds like a problem. Now, the first officer is supposed to check it, too. He's supposed to hand it over to him. And be he like, didn't do his due diligence. Mm-hmm. I did have one time. That's a shame. One time we were coming back out of Albuquerque, and uh, I forgot my ID at the hotel. So yeah. I called, and I'm like, I need you to come pick me up. And they were like, we'll just bring it to you. So she brings it to me, and I gave her like $10. I mean, it wasn't, but like two miles, but yeah. still. She, they went to my room, found it, and then she drove it to the airport, and I was like, all I had was ten dollars. I would have given her more, but I was like, ah, "Thank you," you know. And then uh, I go to the plane. The captain's like, "I did the walk around," and uh, I <laughs> I come back in the plane. He's like, "Oh, he's like, I did the walk around for you." I was like, "Oh yeah," and he's like, "Yeah, I did." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then I sit down and I was like, "Hey, ops, this is such and such at gate, whatever." And they're like, "Yeah, go ahead." I was like, "Can you send the uh, maintenance crew out to pull the gear pins out, please?" <laughs> And then he just looked at me, and I was like, did you miss those big red remove before flight flags? Oh, my God. <laughs> and he just kind of looked at me. I said, you didn't do the walk around, did you? 
Hey, buddy. <laughs> and then he looked at me and he just sat there and I was like, I just saved both of us from getting bent over the table and just raped for days. <laughs> With no lube. No lube. I said, I would have gotten fired. <laughs> you probably would have gotten that stern talking to and sent to retraining, but I would have gotten fired. Because the gear won't retract, you got to go yeah. back and land. There's steel pins that prevent it from collapsing on the ground during tow and stuff. So we would have been like, positive rate, gear up. It would have went, and then it would have said, we would have heard it do that. And the, the, it would have just been like, green, green, green. And then I would have been like, hey, we need to return to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> and then you land, and then maintenance comes out, and they're like, shink. Pull the little pins out. And it's funny because there's one, like, the main wheels, sometimes the flags can get, like, behind the thing. So I always physically check the pin hole. Right. And I looked in there and I was like, huh. Because you can see it. Like, if you look a certain way, you can see through it as you're walking up to the main gear. And I couldn't see anything. And I walked over there and the thing was wrapped around the back of the landing gear. And I pulled it out. But the nose wheel, when you, I can't take it out. Like, maintenance has to come do it for some reason. Uh, but the nose wheel one was just like flapping in the wind down there. And I was like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I was like, I know you're ready to get out of here because this is go home day. But like, I kind of want to I, stay I alive. I like to go home. Oh, we wouldn't have died. It would have just been embarrassing as fuck. Oh. <laughs> well, this has been fantastic. You can, you can edit all that out if you'd like. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. Hey, where can they find us at? Yeah. Stupid Hydrogen. Twitter. Instagram. Facebook. Patreon. Gmail. Probably MySpace because I think someone in this room made one. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did, guys. I made a I made a MySpace. I've done nothing to it. Yeah. Just it's you just, just you it's reserve just, the, the name. It's just there, though. <laughs> it is there. We are there on MySpace. It ought to just be like... Don't follow us there because there's nothing on there to follow. <laughs> it should just come up and just be like, look at you, you old bastard. I know, right? <laughs> it's the I description. Know. Look are, at you, you said MySpace, really, you old bastard. MySpace is literally just riddled with musicians now. That's, that's all it is. That's that's all they do. Is, it's yeah, all, I think that's a networking tool it for is, them now. It is a network. MySpace over. is a networking tool for musicians. And... Um, so I, it that's pretty much it. I oh, no. so I was on there and I was like I when you started none of, it, my did peop, you, none of my people are here. Did you still have to uh, be friends with Tom? I didn't look. I didn't look. No. Oh, okay. Oh, I you I need, had you went need back to look years after, Go, and I was like, I don't know where I'm at anymore because none of this is familiar. Yeah. Just just look. Yeah. the The platform is completely different now mm. than what it used to be when we were. When we were on there, yeah. Go, but go on the. I mean, it's the same as our login as everything else that we've got. So, go on there and see if you can figure it out. But I was like, "There's, we can't use anything here. It's uh, it's not worth figuring out. Yeah, we can't it's not use worth anything. Figuring out, figure it out. Hell, is Tom dead? Tom's alive. Dead. He's probably alive. Hey, your thermostat, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you for listening to us. You're welcome. It may not always be your cup of tea. It may not ever be your cup of tea. But Nate likes it. But Nate... Oh, I almost said the exact same thing he did. <laughs> but if it's not, share it to someone else. Share it to a friend. Share it to a neighbor. 
share it to a coworker, a coworker, because they may, it may be their cup of tea. Your Uber driver. Your Uber driver. Your Uber Eats driver. And okay. if you do love us, Your if you do like us, if you do want to give us a second, third, fourth, tenth chance, we appreciate you. We love you. All right. Thank you for coming <laughs> on this journey with us. One more chance, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the listened, next episode. I've listened to 40 episodes. <laughs> we, one, haven't, we haven't One posted, more chance, man. We haven't posted 40. We're getting there. We're get, No. <clears throat> we're, we're still in the 20s. Yeah. Well, we're still getting there. Yeah, we're still getting there. Yeah. All right. Love you. <laughs> we love you guys. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>